Hi, welcome to Film Nerds. I am James. And I'm Theo. <laughs> we'll make we'll make over there, are you? <laughs> yeah, you was kinda loud on my earpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Turn my volume down. <laughs> you can do that. Is that better for you? <laughs> I'll work with it, it's cool. Alright. So once again, welcome back to Film Nerds. Uh today we have for you another um movie review. This is uh well, this is Wednesday. Y'all probably see this Monday, uh, but it's it's Wednesday the twenty second and we're doing a fall from grace. The Todd Perry movie on Netflix. So I didn't have I didn't, I didn't have no cool intro for this. Uh, no, that's cool, man. <laughs> right here, man. Uh, it don't have to be a cool intro. <laughs> I mean, we already got them listening, so do we? <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so yeah, um, we do uh, Fall from Grace, Tyler Perry's new movie that was released um, by Netflix over, I think, over the weekend was it? I don't know. Oh, last I, week, so, like um, it's fairly new. I'm surprised that Netflix has so many new movies. <laughs> Surprise! Like, well, Netflix got um got to do something to keep up with um, Disney Plus. Well, I haven't been on Netflix. That is true. I haven't been on Netflix since uh, I think that Rhino Williams movie and Dolomite Heck was was popped up. Mm. So I haven't been on since then. So that's been a couple. Of, so I think that was probably December, early December, maybe. Yeah. Well, you can speak into the mic too. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So that should have been about early December. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like, like yeah, like Netflix, Netflix do keep a, or at least they try to keep uh, a constant uh, supply of new content, you know, like well they have to be since a lot of things is, is getting pulled and a lot of uh, you know Disney Plus and a lot of other uh, stations and stuff is starting to do their own uh, services so. Yeah, Netflix has to keep, you know, putting out new content, original <laughs> content. I'm amazed where TV is going to go in a couple of years. <laughs> All online. No, no deep cable. <laughs> I mean, because even everybody's paying for it. Like, oh yeah, 14 here, 14 here, 14 here. <laughs> like, you even got some people like, well, I got Prime, which is an automatic benefit because I use Amazon. Okay, Disney Plus came. I got Netflix, okay, and I got Hulu, okay, I got to lose one. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. jumping into the the, the, the review, uh, Fall from Grace is an American thriller produced by, none other, well, produced, written, and directed by Tyler Perry, and is, this is actually his first film that actually released by Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, of course, this is uh, his first project that was released after him stating that he doesn't use a writer's room. You know, you, you didn't hear about that. Mm-mm. Well, uh, sometime well a little while back, I think like last month or so, uh, uh, he stated that he doesn't use other writers when he, when he rewrites his projects, like his shows and whatnot. You know, he's the only one who writes you know his projects so what about for like all these episodes he does all that so every episode we see he writes everything everything you see every episode you see that's by him he he writes it he okay. writes it well, he's making sure he keeps all the money <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it, 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 it stirred up some controversy 
which is something I want to do on a later date. I, I, I do want to talk about that, but not today. Uh, but the film stars Crystal Fox, Felicia Rashad, Brisha Webb, and Makab Brooks. Uh, you may know of, of, of some of these people, especially if everybody should know Felicia Rashad. Yeah, you should. Brenda Webb has been coming up too. I mean, if you've been on Netflix, she was in Marvin. She played uh, kind of like the Tanisha Campbell, uh, like uh, like Gina mm-hmm. character on Martin in Marvin. So uh, she did a couple. Uh, she did like one of those uh, mock um, funny parody movies with uh, oh man, I can't remember his name now, but the guy who uh, played in Next Friday. Comedian. Omar Epps. Yeah, Omar Epps. And then Mike, Mike, Mike Epps. Yeah, Mike Epps, yeah. She played alongside Mike Epps in that. In that, But uh, recently, you probably know her from uh, Marlon. So that was a good TV show. You can get this. That's kind of recent. And then um, the guy, Macon Brooks, was in Nobody Fool and Tyler Perry. <laughs> so, and I think that's on Prime. So you can start seeing that too. And that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty recent too. Well the, well, the movie follows Jasmine, played by uh, Brisha, who is a public defender who always takes plea deals. Like, that's what she's known for. She's known for taking a lot of plea deals, uh, which the movie actually tries to paint her, at, paint this as, as a negative trait, but being a public defender, this is actually is usually, usually the case. You know, they are, they are overworked, not really free, but they're paid by the state. But so they are actually overworked and underpaid. So of course, you know they tend to do stuff that will lessen the load for them. You know. Yeah, just on a side note, I didn't even think into it all like that. So now you bring it up, and I'm like, isn't the problem that they have with public defenders is that all they do is try to get the confession or try to get them to get the bare <laughs> minimum without mm-hmm. sending. Their whole goal is to get take as many cases as possible. possible. And in this movie, they really turned that around. It made it, made it so, I mean, it, in theory, it's, it's bad because you don't have your client's best interest. That's correct. But, when they cannot afford one, yeah. and that's supposed to be one of our rights, <laughs> yeah. that you have somebody that's going to defend you, which means that, it's, it's them, that, that they the ones where you can't afford a lawyer. These the people who, uh, who come in and, and defend you. And they should be doing it the same way as somebody getting paid. <laughs> they should, but as we said, they're overworked and yeah. underpaid, so. That's something you, to consider, you, too. Like, yeah. the, the state should probably put more money into that system. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I think yeah. it's still one of those things that they want more people behind bars than actually being productive of society. Yeah. So after meeting her client Grace, a middle-aged woman who's in jail for murdering, murdering her husband, she gets the feeling that uh, her client may be innocent. Uh, and, and the feeling she gets is like she starts after, after signing the plea, she starts trying, and she feels like well, guilty people, guilty people really don't cry, you know. But so uh, her boss Roy. 
Rory, who's played by Tyler Perry, he insists his own hood to take the plea. Uh, which I, I, I'll get I'll get to this later. Which uh, later on he 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 has a different approach, point of view, but it's contradicting himself a little bit. But uh, he just he just wants to to get it done, get get, get the plea, move on. Well, it was a given. She yeah. already confessed, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So going against her boss, she um she decides to. Defend and take 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 the book and convince Grace to go to court, and where she learns about the whole story of Grace's love life with this guy named uh, Shannon, uh, who she ends up marrying, and does a big, and she gives a big uh, story on how you know the love life went and how everything collapsed with her. Uh, then it's revealed that the man who's who, or it, it reveals that Shannon is actually a con artist working with his mother, Sarah, which is uh, Grace's best friend, and yeah. So in plot twist, uh, Shannon is not really dead. His name is actually is Maurice. Is Maurice, and Sarah's real name is uh. I forget right now. I have it written down somewhere, but I forget. Uh, yeah, I, I forget her. Uh, That's okay, man. Yeah, <laughs> like I forget her name. We're but, critics. We're, we're, <laughs> we're focusing on the plot. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have had. I should have had this. Had, had Besides, it the name is that it's something at the end of it anyway. Yeah. That's so, the very end. So yeah, yeah. At the end of the movie, a lot of things happens. Uh, it's a lot. A lot of things happen, and but Grace ends up, you know, getting getting that off, and she continues with her life. The plot is actually very, very complicated. Uh, <laughs> but what are your thoughts on the plot of the movie? The plot of the movie was actually pretty decent. Um, I got the concept. Um, you know, it's kind of like an underdog type movie also, you know, uh, she was, uh, motivated, but not motivated. She played, you know, pretty much I'll say the underdog who was really scared, you know, like the Dave, uh, David and Goliath type thing, you know, she was scared and she just happened to pick this big case and everything just rides on it. I mean, the story was kind of pretty good because it it did bring you into it. I mean, of course, some of the some of the acting, but we get that with Tyler Perry can be not realistic. And and yes, I did get caught up on <laughs> the uh, wigs, but the only wig <laughs> issue that I had was a uh, with the uh, Shannon because <laughs> I've seen him in Nobody's Fool, and he has the you know, the bald head look. And we all know that, you know, right now it's popular with women like they either like the be- the beards and, you know, the bald head. So <laughs> it would have worked with him not having that crazy hot. Because <laughs> at first I thought it was a period type thing that they was doing. So mm-hmm. it kind of threw me off. But then it's like, oh, no, this is right now. He would have been a lot better with being clean shaved. But, but, but stick with the plot, though. 
Well, that well that did take me out of the plot, but yeah. everything else, uh, it it worked. So I, I enjoyed it. It got you into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I do agree. Um, the, the movie was entertaining and captivating. Um, and, and captivating. You know, which which usually in a Tyler Perry movie they are, because it's. I, well, I call it, uh, it, it has a soap opera type drama. Right. You know, all his movies are kind of like that. I feel like it's, it's kind of an independent of a soap opera, you know. And to me, that's not a good thing, you know. <laughs> like, I would like that. Like, it's, you know, it's it's full of, like, because I, I feel like, well, Todd Perry does know his audience. Mm-hmm. And it's usually all, you know, it's, it's, it's geared to females. It yeah. gives towards females. And we all know the type of drama that captivates and entertains, you know, uh, females. I mean, and some guys, some guys as well. I can't say it's all females, but you no, know, those are a lot of guys that who do it. You know, but it's, it's it's really geared towards females. Right. And it just has that soap opera type drama. You know, you have the abusive uh, female, you know, the hot throb guy, you know, it's all about uh, the romance. Right. The, That's what you mean. Yeah. You know, and he really gets into like the female fantasy and desire. But mm-hmm. we do know he was raised around a lot of women, so he pretty much is just watching and listening to, and he's got the opportunity to show exactly what they asked for. Because literally, the whole scene that she's, even when she's describing how they made up. It's literally what you would hear if you surrounded yourself with, with a lot of women. Because that's one of my issues. That It would be that he was a perfect gentleman. He didn't try to push on her. He took her out to dates. He called her, texted her, leave stuff. You know what I'm saying? He walks her. And he don't ask to get into bed. He just asks to visit her house. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So he kind of pretty much warms her up. Then he takes her and shows her different stuff. And it's like, like I said, you hear a lot of females really saying that that's what they would like. A guy walking every single day, giving them texts. Well, it is kind of nice talking to a girl until the sun go up until you fall asleep. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's, that's the... Guys like that, too. If you can get a girl that, that got a good conversation, so... Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone, everybody enjoys talking to that one person yeah. who, you know, they really like, you know, like... I think we all have been there. Mm-hmm. Um... But like, like for me, like even though yes, the the story in, in the beginning it's uh, it works, you know. But like once it reaches the third act, I feel like a lot of things. Like I feel like he like he tries to. Which was the third act? The third act, the toward the end of the movie, you know. Okay. Uh, he tries to be too ambitious and. Once again, uh, he throws the plot trees and really doing. Matter of fact, yeah, like it's still a soap opera, you know. Mm-hmm. And soap operas, you have this dramatic um, reveal and twist, like, oh, so so is not dead, so so did this, oh no, it was so so, and this is pretty much what happens in the movie, because uh, because the whole movie plays as a plays like a drama, uh, like like a little romantic drama uh, with a little bit of uh, uh, um, courtroom drama as well 
but at the end of the movie, it turns into a thriller. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it, it it comes up it comes up way out left field. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it to me it didn't felt earned, really. And like, because uh, at the end of the movie, uh, Jasmine goes to Sarah's house after learning that Grace is gonna is gonna be or is found guilty, and she discovers that Sarah is uh, holding females, or older women, uh, hostage in her basement, tied up, you know, and by that time, it's too late, and she finds out that Shannon is not dead, and he lo- he locks her out and ties her up in the basement, basement, you know, and not, the whole thing plays out as if, you know, uh, well, with her husband trying to save her and whatnot, and like, it's just, it just felt... It's just out, out of place. I do. I, I, I kind of see where you're coming from because I kind of felt like it was kind of rushed because all of a sudden the husband finds out of the blue, out of the blue that, oh man, guess what? Go check your computer. And then he sees all this stuff that she's a comment. And then it was like, you don't see, he knew where she was going. <laughs> he didn't call, but I was looking for, like one of the things that I felt that I was, it was missing is how, I want to say like six cents. Well, since six cents is popular, is when they, I can't remember what they call it, is when they go back and they show you what happened. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, in the way that he was pushing this movie into like a courtroom drama type uh, thriller, what we missed was how, what happened from the best friend's point of view. So when she went home and she got the call, what happened when she went to the house? You know what I'm saying? Because we never got the story. Like we, the son went to the house, but we don't know what the son seen. We don't mm-hmm. know how he got pulled out, and it would have been okay. That would be perfect. So when they found out when she went down there in the basement, most movies show if they showing that somebody was dead and disappearing, they show how they made it. So they could have he could have did a flashback where it shows that she, the mother pulled it out. Then it could have been revealed to us at the same time instead of she going in the basement. And she sees all these bodies, and then see, he comes. See, actually, well, dealing with well, going back to what you said about um, the son, when she go when she goes back to the house, well, she goes to the house and see the son. That is what she told Grace. Right, right, right. You know, we never really found out what really happened. Right. You know, so like, so as soon as Grace goes in the house and she sees her son, um, Grace's no, Sarah goes in the house and sees Sarah's. Mm-hmm. Sarah goes to the house and see Grace's son leaving the house. Right. Whatnot. And she goes in and doesn't find a body. It doesn't really show us what really happened. Right. And that's what I'm saying. You know. Because then we do get an idea that something happened with the phone call. Because the phone call doesn't match up that when he says, oh, we know that you called. you We know what you said. But we also know that you went to the house. And then you immediately called back. You see what I'm saying? So it's just... It would have been nice before they did that. Because most movies do that. It's weird. All of a sudden, uh, like the boy, the boy kind of did it. It's like when she finds out she thinks it's a doll, but it's a real human dude. And they, they kind of show him moving the doll behind closed doors and he just busts out. Like, it's just one of those things that it brings everything to a close. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Like, wait, I. I, 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 I really feel like he could have went a different route. Right, right. 
like with instead of using the whole the whole portraits, uh, I, I feel like he tried Some of the ladies in the basement. Yeah, because like I I may be wrong, but I don't like recall uh him like like there's never a mission of I mean yes like um he found out that she helps older women, but it's never hinted at the fact that one she's uh Shannon's uh mother. That too, she you know is doing anything fishy, you know it just felt like, oh let's make her a villain, you know. They tried, cause even that little comment I made about if they went back, they actually did it when she thought when she tried to put two and two together when they were arguing. But that whole like I had lost the hint where he when she cause they used that, oh she is my friend, and then we never see her touch him when she walked past. We see that in the revelation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Um. And thing you thing you um referring to is, uh, when, when Grace is found guilty, uh, Sarah is wearing is wearing uh, Shannon's necklace. Yes. You know, which to me felt kind of real and odd. Well, I you thought know, not to cut you. I, I'm thinking that maybe. No, no, go ahead, go Because I was, I was going to say, I, I thought maybe it was a different kind. Because my it could thing, have been. Because my thing was that he could have had two, because we don't know where he got it from. But mm-hmm. then I, at first I thought, like, maybe she killed him and she took it. But once again, it didn't make sense why you were aware yeah. something from that person. Because then we, we never knew what her issue was when she hooked him up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, um, so, I, at first I thought, wait a second, was she actually Shannon's lover too? Right. You know? Cause like it's it's the same necklace or could be the same to have like but the fact that she wore it to court, you know, and you think Grace will put two two together, you know? Well, she kind of did. I mean, she probably thought it, well, but by that time, probably be too late. To well, think technically, about it. I would give her the benefit of doubt in that scene because my thing is that because of the stress level, she probably was just so focused more getting her mind prepared of the worst case scenario that she didn't even pay attention. But because the worst case scenario is actually happening, she's able to pay attention to it because she's now talking. And of course we all got that extra sense that like, wait a minute, something ain't right. And she was able to pick it up. Cause you gotta remember in the court, she probably was so busy talking to the lawyer and keeping and looking forward and looking at the jury that she didn't pay attention to the people in the back. But when she had the opportunity to talk to her son, everything was, was, that tunnel vision and that necklace was right in tunnel vision because she was looking at her son so I, I would probably give her a little credit for that <laughs> well I mean uh, from several point of view like why would you wear something you oh, know yeah. like like to me that didn't make sense that's movie what, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like it was you know plot convenience uh, yeah. but uh, so it was cheap out uh, cop out <laughs> yeah so so she sees it and she gets these flashbacks on things several used to do and say, and she connected the dots that oh, all this time, uh, you had a connection to to um, Shannon, but it didn't. Of course, she, she don't know like how connected it is because like it kind of plays out as if you know she was also sleeping with Shannon. You know that's right. that's the feel I uh, the feel I got. You know, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you feel oh. The flashbacks wasn't strong enough for me, to be honest. I mean, of course, the when he shows the photography and she puts that, okay, oh, he could have had it because she knows he never sat down 
But then she realized that when he was taking pictures of her, he was taking pictures of her computer screen also because she just was, was working on working on the computer while he was downstairs and he comes up and surprises her. So, but like the funny thing about that, even that, that uh, in in the uh, in the uh, original shot, you know you know see the laptop. That's right. You know, so <laughs> now, that, now that I think about it, there was nothing on there because they actually had to zoom out the camera to angle it. And then put it in there, yeah. Yeah, like so. And then too, she wasn't the type to be working. She, she probably well, could. she probably could have. She got, but somebody for her. Yeah, but the shot that 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 would have made more sense is when he goes to her job mm-hmm. and take take took a picture of her. That made more sense. Yes, that then like we right. saw like we saw the picture, and actually like that that actually the, um is the conclusion that I got before it's revealed that that he was the one who was cunning. Who had took out the mortgage and you know forged her signature? I, I I actually picked up on that. You know, you know, like oh he must have took a picture of of the computer, but on the, in the flashback when he took a picture of her in bed, you don't see no laptop. You know, on the dresser. Right. You know, so and like I hate when movies do that. They reveal something that was there that wasn't really there when you, when you first see it. Especially if it was in frame. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can see like like I feel like he, they could have. I'm I, this is more of a director's uh, choice, but I feel like you know he could have did some something where it's you could see it, but it's not noticeable. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that'd be more earned. Or like you said, even within, she could have been in the bed, and we always seen scenes of. He trying to get her attention. Come here, girl. Let me take a picture. You visit Victoria's Secret. Stop working. And she could easily close the laptop down. And it still would have been the same thing. Because they'd be like, come on. Victoria's Secret, stop working. You're about to be my model right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, But I, I kind of get what you're saying. But I don't think many people have seen that. But, <laughs> but it would have been nice if they went and made those hints a little bit more compared to most thrillers. Yeah. You know, because it's something that the audience missed. And it was like, oh, because like I said, I never seen her touch him. <laughs> you really don't see the mother and son interaction at all. You don't, except in that scene. And it And honestly, like, that doesn't even make sense either. No, which is like, I mean, her friend. That makes sense. Well, because, okay, it, like, of course, you know, Sarah is Shannon's um, mother. Mm-hmm. But when Grace does the flashback and she noticed that Sarah touches uh, Shannon's hand, it's done more in a way of that, like, super lovers type of thing. You know? Oh, I see what you're you know? So, like, why would she, why would you do that? You know? I mean, that's your, that, that, that's your son, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying because it was like a little linger touch. <laughs> yeah, like it, now, now, now it just feels awkward. You I know? agree. I thought it, he, I, 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 I did think it was uh, because he was dating older women. I did think that maybe he was dating in a relationship, her yeah, with her at one point, yeah. Or he was doing, he was happy, he was messing with both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah. You know, like, and that actually goes back to the point of him trying to throw like that the whole soap opera drama and twist mm-hmm. like oh they're single lovers too nope actually the mother and son you know and like it, I, I felt like he he was trying to do way too much with the plot you know and it 
Like it don't make that don't make no 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 sense whatsoever, you know. Right. What mother would do that, you know? Unless you know, you have to come talk about mother or son who's going around, you know, making love, making love, and whatnot. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> that's like, to me. Like, it made no sense, you know. Like, like once, it, like that's why I feel like one of the reasons why I feel like it's just so proper drama, you know. But my thing is that even in that part, you don't even see. The camera doesn't even show her walking. It's sure walking around because the way they did it, they angled her sitting down. You know, they angled to try to get both of them in frame. So I didn't even remember seeing her walk past him. Yeah, well, um, she does. Like, he, because um, he's standing by the door. Like, she walks by him, but she walks on his right side. Right. So on camera, you know, she kind of, Walks out of frame a little bit, right? But you, 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 you see her walk by him and out out the door. You know? But I'm saying that scene that they show, I, they didn't show it to us. Oh no no no! <laughs> Where it would have helped because we could have been like, oh man, I didn't see her touch his hand. Mm-hmm. I didn't even pay attention to it because <laughs> they made that the emphasis. You know, like mm-hmm. for instance, if uh, when they do flashbacks like that, it's normally something that we see on screen. Yeah, that we missed. didn't miss. <laughs> you know. Like, if she was talking to the dude and the stalker guy, the killer was the person that handed her a drink at mm-hmm. this, you know, elaborate, you know, party or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, which I felt like it was, it was something that was probably added at the end or you like, well, I'm going to do this reveal, but I'm going to reveal it, you know, like this or I don't like the, the, the way he's it's just the way he decided to well, build that process. by himself, then. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it shows, you know. <laughs> if he had another writer, maybe, you know, <laughs> just like, wait, maybe uh, we should write another twist, you know. Well, like, just fresh eyes, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> hey, I noticed this, hey, you know, hey, how about this idea? Yeah. And also, in the, like, I, like, I hate, I, I, I just like the fact of, the whole sick well, most of the second act is told in flashback. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole second act is pretty much Grace telling the story of her love life and the fall of her love. You know, and I feel like there could have been a better way of telling that story without just doing all flashbacks and narration. You know, well, I thought the flashbacks made sense because she was directly telling the story. For the defender. I mean, yeah, but see, uh, like, oh, like, well, comparing it to Just Mercy, which is pretty much almost similar. You, you have the lawyer and and an um, inmate who's on trial for murder. Just Mercy was able to tell uh, the guy's backstory without him sitting there and telling that story and narrating. Story, oh, I see what you you're know. saying with the narration. Just show it. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah, you're right. Because we could have seen it. We could. Yeah. Like, well, we could have saw. You know, I I feel like he could have done a, a done it in a different way where we could see what happened without them Cinder talking and and her narrating everything to us. I get it because like the proposal scene. Mm-hmm. That would have been the perfect scene where you wouldn't know what was going on without her. Oh, yeah. He took me to the very... We can... She was a good enough actor that we could have seen 
the expression and knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Because they, even when they came to it, I kind of got to the point. Because remember, I, I, I kind of knew it. We knew that she hurt, murdered her husband. So we knew. Yeah, so I guess you would, using that scene as an example, it would have been perfect for them just to, hey, and they just talk and walk. Mm-hmm. And then you just see how, what happened. You know, she spins around, close your eyes, spin around, oh, I'm going to fall. And then he does it without, oh my God, he takes me to this beautiful place. Like, we know she she thinks it's beautiful when she opens up her eyes. You know? Yeah. She's like, pretty much in, in, in storytelling, you, you want to show your audience. Right. As, as you said, you know, show your audience, don't tell. In this case, he kind of show and tell. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you, you really didn't need both. I think somebody could say something about that. It's like, with movies, you don't, some stuff you don't need to tell. Yeah. <laughs> you, could just show have, it. You, just, you could show it, yeah. Like, like, like if you're, like, like it all goes back to writing and directing. You know, mm-hmm. if you can write and set up a scene, you you need a lot of times you need words and do tell the audience what's going on. You know, the audience can see and and way you you choose your shots and choose different actions or whatnot. You know, you can sell and tell that story with those two didn't know words at all. You know, right. but even if you don't use words, you know. Do it in in a way where it's natural, you know, in in a way that they'll, they'll tell a good story, you know. And I feel like the way they the way he did it in this movie, like it's just it feels like okay, you know, oh, to me, it just feels like okay, you know, uh, it just feels like you're sitting in the room listening to someone tell, but people tell tell a story about how they fell in love, you know. I mean that's I mean, I mean that's what it is, but. Just feel like ugh, it's. That's what you're saying. Somebody yeah. watching your your um, video of your wedding, you're like, oh, we're about to walk down the aisle. Oh man, oh man, the weather was so hot that day. I mean, you can see her <laughs> going like this. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> like it's it's one thing of hearing a person's thoughts versus you know you having to narrate every single thought in action. You know. Well, he wanted his character to give a DVD commentation. Commentary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going to well, what we said to be kind of on 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 on, on writing. Uh, you have any thoughts on the writing, or when you go first? You can go first. Uh, <clears throat> I I kind of hate to keep harping on Tyler Perry and his writing. <laughs> But I think it's evident it's evident that he's not a genius as when it comes to writing, you know. And in this movie, like I feel like some of the dialogue was 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 wasn't that good. It felt kind of stale, offbeat, you know. Uh, to me, it felt like something. Once again, it felt like something you 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 would see in a soap opera. You know, that's what kind of dialogue that I, that it felt to me. You know, it felt like it felt like like <laughs> it felt like a an expensive soap opera. You know, and uh, I like I, I I don't want to stay on this, but you know, I I feel like you know, 
I feel like he has good ideas sometimes. I just feel like he needs to outsource his writing, you know, like, or at least have a co-writer, you know, because the way he tells some of the, some of the story, as we were saying before, uh, it's he could he really could do other things to tell this particular story and to make it make it much better you know like like going back to uh taking um just mostly for, for example you know i want to cut you off for a minute uh, i just have to double check but you know he's a virgo right <laughs> oh yes <laughs> september 13th yeah well, he's That's a September Virgo, so. Yeah, he's a September Virgo. <laughs> but he might have traits of the August Virgos. <laughs> that stubbornness and it's got to be mine. Well, no, you got the Beyonce. Well, Beyonce is a September. Well. <laughs> but no, I get you. I mean, as a, <laughs> as, as a writer, I understand, you know, but it's clear, it's, it's clear that, you know, he's not a, a writer first, you know, like. With me, like, I'm, why did you I, say that? Because I mean, that's how you started off. Yeah, you started off writing. You started off making making plays and stuff. You know, yeah. well, writing that. Or are you yeah. talking about writing as a film or writing? So right, you think there's a difference. Different. I don't think there's a difference between writing like plays and writing film. I mean, it may be a slight difference, but writing is still writing. You know, right. I feel like he didn't start off writing. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I, I, like. I don't, I don't know where he first started. You know where was his main focus at? Okay. But I don't think writing was his main focus. You know, and the way he tells his stories, to me, it, it felt like I feel like he needs a little help in doing that. Because some of the dialogue is <laughs> some of the dialogue, the way you know he tells the story is is. Put it simply, it's like it's kind of bad. But I get it, you know. As a writer, I like to write my stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, that's just me, you know. But I'm a writer first before anything, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Like, I took time out to work on the craft of, of writing, you know, before I did anything else. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> Not comparing me to him, I'm like God knows how. <laughs> Not on that level, but. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's taking it off the top. Now I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna probably say how it is with rap, but most people who grew up in the '90s. You know, we looked at rap as being ly- like lyrical poet poetry. Mm-hmm. You know, where now you have the trap artists who literally. Anybody do not have to rhyme. All you have to do is say something nice. Or steal beat. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, they don't even have to stay on beat, to yeah. be honest. Because they, if they do, they can just grunt. Dun, dun, uh, uh. Yeah. I mean, come on. Look, look, like Panda. It really, no, no rhymes, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Barely one or two rhymes. But compared to where if you go back in the 90s, even the R&B singers were, you know, making rhymes. So, my thing was with the script and kind of like what you're saying, it still goes with Tyler Perry knows who is his audience. And I know before we said this, we was talking about how like some people are getting upset saying the same thing. And then that's why I said it depends on if the people mature. 
because, mm-hmm. for instance, trap music, people are going to mature to something different. <laughs> you know, so even like R&B. Hopefully. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, for instance, like R&B. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen people, let's say, I've seen people talk about R. Kelly. Some people say R. Kelly's still singing about the same stuff. Or let's say Usher. We've seen Usher goes from a playboy to getting heartbroken, dating, going into marriage, breaking up, you know, mm-hmm. life struggles, you know. So sometimes, depending on the audience, if they're willing to move on, then they'll probably move on. So it's something that right now he's probably okay safe because yeah. it works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For now, it, it, it's working. Like, it's working. Because he, he, he plays real hard to his, to his audience, you know. But those audiences also growing up, mm-hmm. and they may want something different but my well it's kind of hard to say too either because he's actually selling his product to the people that want it so mm-hmm. if that's what they want then that's what they want and until they start watching his stuff that's when he'll realize that something needs to be done and maybe he might be willing to be open to be like okay well i know there's a lot of my sales is going down i know i'm losing viewerships i might want to bring somebody else on yeah like one thing that that really made me kind of cringe is the scene where Jasmine and her husband um, is having dinner and they have that and they all, all of a sudden they break into a fight you know and it just felt unnatural yes. and the whole time I'm like what? and even in acting aside even though her husband acting was real awful I, 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 I don't know his name you may have you may have it uh, like it was awful you know He's he's trying to be passionate, but his body language, his face, his voice doesn't give you that sense of passion. It's just, it was it was cringe with me, and like the whole fight just felt stupid. And like, oh, you got it? No, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you, I thought you were looking up. Uh, yeah. I had it memorized. I forgot because he was in uh, the House of Pain spinoff, yeah. <laughs> but. Even in that movie, all he did was just look mean the whole time. Like, even when he went to apologize, it was like, are you trying to apologize? Or you just talking? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, like, like, like that, that, that particular fight, like. Well, just to catch going mm-hmm. back to the dinner. Yeah. I was stoned off about the dinner. But watching some movies, and I know, I know it's probably hard for you because <laughs> you fall back, but. Some stuff I turned off, but I was sitting there like, I don't get it. Like, I get she might be frustrated, but the whole time he's been trying to be supportive and build up her ego. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then it was just like, you're not my father. And then it was just like, she's very submissive against Tyler Perry character, <laughs> you know, where he is kind of like, he could be seen as like a father figure type thing. So I was a little thrown off with that because they didn't really use it. Mm-hmm. That was a good point for her. They kind of did it earlier when, but they kind of made the the husband bad when he was like, yeah, he's right. You know, and they kind of tried, you know, but I I didn't think he really, you know, used it, that, that moment. Yeah, because um, like, what, happened, what happened is the scene before is her, her boss um, in the court room uh, jumps down on her for missing uh, some key evidence. Oh yeah, the telephone records. Yeah, which I she has it, but she overlooked them. Oh yeah, overlooked them. Yeah, like, and so he he, he really jumps down on her, and her husband, 
who's in the room too, you know, doesn't really say anything or whatnot. So later on, she brings it back up and kind of felt like, you know, he should have stepped in. But ideally, like, that's your boss, you know. I mean, yes, like, his tone may have been, you know, uh, off-putting, but, like, that's your, that's your boss. It, it, it was like he wasn't being rude or downgrading. It was like he was downgrading you. you know, now, he was, uh, 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 I forget the word I'm looking for, uh, not, not, not berating, but, uh, Talking about the husband? Not at all. The boss. He was uh kind of chastising, you know, chastising her yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but just nothing. Nothing was wrong with bosses does it all the time, you know. And well, he was kind of he was giving, like you said, ch- chastising and honest mm-hmm. honest criticism because yeah. he was literally watching her fall because she had the paperwork. And technically, if you're going to defend somebody, he he really just been honest and just been blunt. Like, look, you made two mistakes right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this is, I think it was just like a reality check what he was doing because he knew she had everything that she needed, you know what I'm saying, for that moment. So uh, yeah. it was just a reality check. And like you said, a good boss or even a good friend is supposed to check you when you made a mistake because remember, this girl, this lady is about to go life. And when you know when you don't take plea deals, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you could come. She could have had 15 years to now life, or maybe even because where was they were in Virginia, right? So in Virginia, yeah, that was in Virginia. I can't remember. I should know. I they um, they only did say say uh city. No, it's just the state. Do the state do Virginia have a depending? Yeah, we. I think we do. Okay, yeah. see, and that's the thing. She could have went from 15 years with no parole to now yeah. life or life with the death penalty. Yeah, so, oh, so, at, oh, so, so at the fight, she brings up and felt like he, um, he should have said something. And he uh, he, um, he throws it back like, uh, well, he was right. You know, like, you know, you need to, uh, you should have you have bet your client, you know, well, the last thing, the last words that the jury would hear is that your client is murdered, you know. Like, he was, he was, I get what the scene was trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, it, it was supposed to be her, the as, as the main character, it was supposed to be her turning point of, you know, uh, realization of evaluating her life, you right. know, one of the things she wants to do, but. I just felt that the whole scene was just poorly written, you know, mm-hmm. and it just felt out of place. Not out of place, but it just felt unnatural, right. you know, and poorly acted, <laughs> you know, in because it was already too late for her to do anything. But I mean, with the ending, it did make it work with the ending, you know. But <laughs> and also, I just couldn't believe she went and beat up her boss like, <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't defend me, like. I get Tyler Perry. He be catching good moments on. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's not the time or place for a guy that uses protective <laughs> instincts for you were not in danger. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And then you get mad if he did come in and punch your boss. Now I'm fired. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is my career you messing with. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, also, this movie had a whole lot of plot holes. Oh. Well, 
The only well, I know I I talked about earlier about the one where I like the flashback of how, you know, he got out and out of the basement and stuff like that. Like one big plot hole is Kate. Okay, how was the um how was the prosecutor able to charge Grace with murder in to begin with? You know? Oh yeah, nobody. That's supposed yeah, to be there's, the there's thing. Nobody. nobody and no weapon. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody, no, well, well that that had a weapon, like, um, no, what I'm saying in those cases, if yeah. you don't have a weapon uh, or a body, it's yeah. really hard to to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole concept was kind of thrown off. Yeah, like, dude, yeah, like, because I thought they had the body. That's what was throwing me off because we didn't know mm-hmm. who the husband was. You see, what I'm saying. So I, when I first seen the movie, I thought it was the the ex. Like he did something to her and she went after him, but then. You know, I found out they didn't have a body, so it was like, mm, okay. Yeah, and, and like about Shannon, it's a, it's a lie. That's why they don't have a body, because you know, like if you lie, you can be dead. But it's the fact of how how did one Roy, knowing as you know as a lawyer, you know he should like he should he should realize well the, the details of the of the case. He realized, okay, there's no body. You know, why am I? Uh, telling, telling her to take a, go take a, go get a plea when I myself, being a good lawyer, well, ideally, you know, thinking he's a good lawyer, know that this case is is a winnable case when there's nobody, you know, and I feel like that that should have been the grounds of defense. There's nobody, there's nobody, you know. That's that what she should be. I don't arguing. think she. I can't. Maybe I'm. I lost it, but. How did they know he was dead? Like, did she never went in and confessed anything or anything? Because then my thing is this also is the fact that if they're going to do a confession, I'm sure they want to know where the body's at. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Where's so, the body at? <laughs> and and if, if she did confess, they would have used that in court. Mm-hmm. But they didn't bring up new confession in court. No, she didn't turn it in. No, I mean. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. If, if I see she confessed to, like, if she walked in and said, "Hey, I'm trying to," because we don't know. You're right. Now that you bring it up, we have no idea how she got into the court system. Into the how yeah. did she get detained? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's another question. Like, how she was technically she should be detained, not arrested, mm-hmm. because it was her house. And if they walked in there, they had seen blood, and then she still got to wait for the results. So they're like, "Okay, well, where's this blood?" Is why did you have blood on you? What did you do? Mm-hmm. But she probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be considered murder right then and there no. because when she described what happened and if she did tell the story, hey, I hit him with a bat and I ran out. Most people would be like, okay, you he might be walking around with, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a gas. You know, he might have a concussion, you know, pretty mm-hmm. much, but yeah. Yeah, and and that That's why the flashback probably could have answered that question also, too. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. then technically, somebody could have been a witness. And Well, no, because they still needed a body. <laughs> a body or a literally confession or a witness saying, I seen this person die. So, yeah. yeah, and being since in court, no one uh, brought up a confession. So that means she didn't confess to murdering him. Mm-hmm. And two, not once, and, and not once in court did Jasmine argue the fact that there's nobody, you know, yeah. whether it's a plot hole or the fact that she's just a bad lawyer, you know, like still, still that, that, that that's a big oversight, you know, 
another plot That's hole. That's a very big plot hole. Like yeah. That. Then also, another plot hole is, I was Shen is able to get the mortgage out, you know, on right. uh, 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 Grace's home. I mean, being in Virginia, Virginia has uh, a law, it's a separate, uh, a separate property. It means if, if a, if a spouse owns property before marriage, that property belongs to them and not the other spouse. Oh, that's a nice one. You know, so Shannon um and um actually had no claims or grounds to be entitled to anything well like, like so anything that Grace owned. The cops could have escorted them out. Yeah. So um yeah, when I mean, she called the cops on them, they actually should have escorted them out because that's not his property. Even though they're married, it's not his property. They kicked most of the guys out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, at least tell them, hey, they escort them. You're gone for a couple of 24 hours and, you know, make sure you get a lawyer. Yeah. I was also surprised, too, about how much his retainer fee was. Like, <laughs> wow, you, what was it, like a, a thousand, a couple thousand? Yeah. Like, wow. Like, like, that was for a civil case? <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it would. She, because my thing is this: the first thing that they would, all they had to do is make her the victim, which technically she was. Mm-hmm. So it, the lawyer would have been, it would have been e- an easy win because they'd have been like, oh yeah, she had this, she had this, she had this, and then when they, all they had to do is do a background check on him, mm-hmm. it would have easy look like because people gonna look at people gonna automatically look at. There's always a taboo. Older woman with a younger man. Mm-hmm. You know, then he's marrying her. And then if she comes up with all this dumb stuff that he did, the lawyer would be like, oh, well, shoot, you know, this dude, he would have, he would have figured it out anyway. Or yeah. that would have been a, that would have been a argument is that this dude only married her. And then he revealed all this stuff. What, within what, the first few months? Oh, I don't think it was said. I don't know how many months it was, but I don't think it was. But it wasn't long. Yeah, no, it was. It was I'll put it like this, and I interpret it as, in my opinion, that it was probably less than a year, or I think they dated more. But it was, it was in a time frame where they could have broke up. Well, what's the annulment? Yes, it would have been. She could have got an annulment with the court system, and then could have blamed him, and then it could have been a criminal. Criminal. She could have did a criminal charge against him. That that's true too. And that was did she try to get annulment? <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that. Man, I gotta stop doing this. <laughs> and, and and also, going back to the whole mortgage thing, no bank is gonna allow uh, you to uh, sign papers without you physically being there, especially for that amount of money that he took out. Right. You know, even with the fake notary, you know, like a bank is not gonna, especially when you don't own the, own the property. You know. Mm-hmm. No bank is gonna do that, you know. So that's that's a big oversight on Tyler Perry's part of knowing, you know, if you can place a place, you know, if you can place your your movie in the particular city, state, you should know that state law. Yeah, but he expect his audience to not overlook that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say, man, the movies that they cater to us, these movies do not are not for. They're more. Emotional, not intelligent, to be honest. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not even going to... He plays to his audience. Yeah, he, he, he's more focused... Because, let's be honest, is the... 
intellect stuff there? Probably no. But is the emotional stuff there? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a very emotional uh movie. You right. Know? Yeah. Like and he can't be pissed that. enough that you won't. Because like I said, I didn't even realize that she could have got a nominee. Because I was all caught up in the dang, that's messed up. This dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> this dude is crushing her, and I'm more thinking in the future. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Then it's like looking at his behavior, like mm-hmm. wow. Okay, so yeah. Because <laughs> I think, like you said, once we figured out the next thing that we see him cheating, then it's the whole thing about, oh man, she did she really kill him? Because we already know how it does, well, it's both male and female. <laughs> if you're in a relationship, because we both know you got feelings for a person, and that mm-hmm. person is bringing another person into your house, into your bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's automatically, I think now, can you, what, what is it? Crimes of passion? You know, fit of uh, insanity. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the same thing too. When she did hit him with the bat, like that was a crime of passion. You know, it, it wasn't premeditated, as if no, I, I, like yeah, like, the guy was already was premeditated. That that wasn't premeditated. Oh, action is pretty. If it was premeditated, she wouldn't have threw him in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You know, so uh, what's your overall thoughts of the movie? I enjoyed it for what it was for Tyler Perry. I mean, his drama stuff keeps you in the drama and the emotion. So mm-hmm. it it worked for what it was. Um, I do. I mean, some of the seasonal actors, you know, it just he didn't. I don't think he got to use them the way he could use them. You know, three of them he should. Well, four. You know, out of the four, four actors he could have pushed. Cause I still don't understand Celia Tyson uh, character. I can't understand like why was she so special to be free? You know, I, yeah, yeah, th- like that. That to me didn't make sense. And like, she knew where she lived. <laughs> I get it unless what's she, unless she had a uh, is it Alzheimer's? That's the only way. But even then, you still yeah know stuff yeah yeah especially when everyone was uh, all the other older women was tied up. Why was she walking around? You know that didn't make no sense. Or the chick that, that committed suicide. Yeah, why was she? Because everybody was a victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, man, oh my God. I was like, I don't understand her purpose. <laughs> like, her, her only purpose was to get uh, Jasmine to think about Sarah as being the, um, the villain. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, I get it. I seen a meme. Somebody said that they gonna, Tyler Perry gonna have her work until she does. And I get it. If he wanna, if he wanna give her a spot, but it was mm. just like you said, that was a loophole too because she wouldn't have probably left that house if she, if she, because of what she has to lose. You know, I know they got it at the end where she was able to go to another city and get another identity, but. We gotta really stop with this identity stuff because it's starting to get to the point where that should be getting kind of hard if you're staying in America. Mm-hmm. You know, so so she would have had a lot. Well, she would. She had a lot. Well, she had like I think I counted eight, eight women in there, and she was keeping them alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it it was more than eight, but if she was keeping them alive just for their money. You don't want one free. All it took was one person getting free. <laughs> yeah. Like, to me, I felt like the movie was engaging. 
uh, it did it did have my attention, and for what what it was, I guess it was it was, I, it was okay up to the third act, you know, at at best, you know. But once you once you start throwing throwing in the, those twists, and you really start looking thinking about all like the logistics of the story and what was going on. A lot of things don't make sense and I just I just felt like I just like by the end by the end of the movie I had a lot more questions and I was more confused than than anything, you know. Like to me it wasn't there was no clarity. Uh a lot of stuff felt unearned. Like it just like it just, it felt like a lot of people was just bad at their jobs. You know. <laughs> Jasmine was bad at being a lawyer. Her husband was bad at being a cop. Cause on two occasions, he 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 has people in handcuffs and doesn't secure them. What was the first one? The first one was when uh uh after he drops um Jasmine off, you see him. He gets uh you know he he he's arresting some some guy, and he gets a radio call. Well, technically, it gotta be three then. Cause the, I'm thinking two. Um, Rashad, when he had her, he didn't really secure her, first of all. Mm-hmm. Didn't wait for backup, even though he should have been reading that stuff. Number, and then the second one is when he gets the information about her. Yeah. talking about. Oh, okay. But um, as, um, as he before he gets the information, he, he was arresting somebody. Right. And he gets a call talking about, hey, um, you know, um, like, um, like, like, check your laptop, you know. And he leaves the guy on the hood in the handcuffs, goes in the car, pulls up the information on the laptop, and he finds uh, Sarah's information. Even though you can't see what the information was about, you just see a photo of Sarah, and he just drives off, leaving the guy right there. Well, I, I, I think that was made to show he was putting on this cape. You know, hey, I'm going to make this dude. This is, and this is, this is probably where he's not used to seeing. How, Cause that's what I'm saying with him. It's by him. He's not probably used to see how guys. No, I'm, I'll make it positive. He made it so in a in a woman's way of how a man should come and save her. Just drop everything. Logically, it probably would have worked, but he didn't really know. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It was a fire, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, oh, oh no, like, I mean, I get it, yeah. but you know, I get what he was trying to yeah. do, but the way he did it, it didn't work because yeah. if anything, he could have. We didn't because the audience didn't. It doesn't make sense if the audience don't know because we got that she was in harm's way, but we don't know how he knew. Well, he all, all that we know is. That someone gets found some records on someone who looked right. like her. He sent them to he they sent it to him, knowing that his wife was uh, on the case involving this lady, and he realized, oh snap, something something is wrong. She's at her house right now. Right. Let me go and save my wife. But you know. that's the thing. See, I put it to you, like this. This one looking at. Mm-hmm. Okay. As far as we know, she's a con artist, right? Now, physically, the wife may not be in physical 
threat, like if she was ever a serial killer. Because mm. one, they didn't emphasize what it was, but we we already True. know at the end, she just is a modern, you know, she just take people's money. Yeah. So, and technically, the way they had a relationship to the point where if they, okay, I, I'll look at it like this. What if it went, what if it was no women in, in, the, in the basement? That scene would have been a little, you know, because mm. he's rushing and then he would have bust in. He would have bust in, boom, 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 boom. And his wife would op- open the door and then he would just pull her out. Then it would have, like you said, it would have made a scene because now what if they were just sitting there drinking coffee? And what if she was calling her to console her? You know, mm. like, hey, you know, you know, I'm sorry about the case. You know, you know how we, you know, stuff like that. Thank you for your help. I'm sorry I put you in that situation. They could have been having that conversation. And here he coming in. Trying to be a superhero. <laughs> yeah, because like no one knew that Shannon is still alive. That's correct. You know? Yeah, so at, at the moment she wasn't in no physical danger, you know. Well, no. ideally, you know. Ideally, she, she wasn't. Because if she would have, okay, if she, let's be honest, if she went to the house and the door, and if she went to the house and she was there, it would have been a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. Nobody, it would, nobody, it would have been no issue. Because they would have just talked and she would have let her go. There was no reason for her to do anything. She was not a threat. The only reason why she was a threat is because she found what happened. Yeah. Now, there's another part where they could have switched that where she could have been home. And that's another thing where, like I said, we didn't know what Cecilia Tyson character. It could have been, because remember, we already they already opened it up with the thump the first time. And then all she did was try to rush her. But um, I kind of like to say how like they did in mind. They... <clears throat> the girls found out that it was the you know, the main character that had a daughter was because you know they come back to the house to investigate. It could have worked that way where let's say she decided to, to leave and maybe she forgot something. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And she went back and the girl was downstairs like feeding the girls and then she falls up on it. Then while she fights, she can be pushing it. Man, mm-hmm. we can make our own little movie. <laughs> <laughs> then dude come in, then they can do the flashback. And then that way... Instead of him knocking her out or whatever, mm-hmm. she could turn around and see him, and then the flashback could have been perfect, you know. Yeah. But it's so many ways that they could have did it. But yeah, then the second time he's battled the job is when he put several handcuffs, and instead of securing her once again, or he I mean, he could just have handcuffed her to the table or yeah or something, you know. But he less most him. likely it'd have been to the table. Yeah, and she he was off. That and fight scene was weird. It was and. And Sarah just pretty much escapes. And he tells her, well, tells her and the other guy, stay here. Don't go nowhere. As if they want to say, stand there and wait for him, you know. Like, really? You know. So. Well, he was good at his job because he had to sneak to go get the information. <laughs> well, like, you trying to get me fired? <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, uh, look, not, not getting into a whole lot of details about it, you know, but. Uh, yeah, like I feel like his character served no purpose, especially in the beginning, the opening scene. I felt like that was just retarded with, with the whole uh, with the whole uh, lady committing suicide. I just felt like it was just a uh, it was just something to tie the beginning and the end together, you know, without no context. You know, uh, it's just a lot of, to me. I just felt there was a lot of things wrong with this movie. And thank God it didn't come out in theaters, because <laughs> like I, 
it, 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 it was the theaters. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see this. So compared to all his other movies, I mean, do you, okay. Compared to most of his movies, like let's say Alchemy and all the other ones, do you feel like he? Akimoni, I mean, well, Akimoni, that little girls, those those type of movies where it was made for the big screen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like he? Uh, he probably would took more time, or I mean, because you feel like if this you're making this, your opinion is that this wouldn't be successful compared to the other ones. I don't think so. No. Okay, so do you feel like well, it's probably a different process compared to him doing the movies that actually go into the movie theaters, and this being Netflix? I just feel like he tried to be too ambitious with this project okay. and had a lot of ideas. Okay, but just because you have a lot of ideas with something doesn't mean a lot of ideas should. Because Netflix, you already get the check. <laughs> he probably get the check already. He probably get yeah. the check like as soon as he handed this over. Where I would probably look at it like compared to making a movie, mm-hmm. you do want to go over it thoroughly to make something that's going to generate revenue. Yeah. So, and Netflix, but I don't want to downplay Netflix because there's plenty of good movies on Netflix. Oh, do oh yeah, yeah. yeah. most definitely do. That could have been actually in theaters. Yeah. So I, I think we all seen at least one movie that could have been in theaters that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like and my last my last point is uh I was like I was so like I guess the reason one of the main reasons why I what I'm I am disappointed in this movie is the fact that I actually love the whole subplot of Grace's character of being a, a middle aged woman in Getting divorced because you find your husband cheating with a nineteen year old, you know, and 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 you know you're feeling uh, like you're not beautiful no more. You you know you feel like you are you know accepting that you're a older woman now, and he's now I mean this guy who thinks you are the most beautiful thing in the world. Like I I was actually digging that that. That right. subplot, you know, and doing that whole twist with the guy just conning her, I feel like you know it's just I feel like it was a slap in the face. Well, that's what Catman's do, though. <laughs> but I mean, he, he did his job. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was like he was he was good at it, you know, and I just feel like I I didn't feel like he should have done that with this movie, you know, like. Because I thought he was he was going somewhere with with it, you know, like it was like ideally this is a is a good it, it was a good message to middle aged woman. Yeah, that, I was thinking know, that it was a good self confidence thing, especially yeah. with the why not me. And then you know, yeah. normally when you see that, it's normally this. Uh, uh, well, I mean, she's attractive for her age, but I mean, compared to most of them, are that primal age that most girls are like the 19 to 25 you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you hear them saying it and it is like okay well it's kind of superficial but then if you have this because when she's 56 you have this 50 year old you know saying that and it's like yeah why not me I did everything I'm doing the best I can you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm nice I bake cookies <laughs> I got my <laughs> own house you know and she really has stuff that she could say that she brought to the table and yeah. then she had a personality and yeah, I, I, I thought about it too. It's like, man, you know, it's not like 
some superficial, you know, Instagram looking chick complaining why, you know, mm-hmm. why she's not beautiful. Yeah, why she's not beautiful or nothing like that. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I was, I was, I was so bored. I was digging it. You know, which is why I felt like you know, like wanted to have it turn into a thriller, and with all these twists and was so convoluted because you he has something you know with that whole you know subplot and it's just like a slap slap in the face to middle-aged women you know who all go through that you know oh now like oh now now i gotta watch out for you know younger guys trying to you know scam me so going to our famous uh i don't want to keep saying famous but <laughs> our greatest scale on a scale of one to fifteen, how would how much would you go with paid CD see this movie? If it wasn't theaters, that is. I'm gonna say Tyler Perry. I respect what he's doing. Well, I was res- I respect <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> um, I do would love to see him branch out and do more stuff or cater to you know different audience. Yeah, different audience, or at least like give give us give us. You know, give give the brother some love. I mean, you know, he gave his daddy little girls, but <laughs> that was so long ago. Yeah, that was so long ago, man. But um, but even that was the character women. Actually, to be honest with you, I literally I was just thinking about this. I know it's off topic, but he was literally if you reverse it, like compared to most of his movies, it was like Tyler Perry's like, you know what, I'm gonna take my female character and I'm gonna make him into a guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> think about this, single mother. With kids, the paternal parent is in the drug life, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're trying to, you know, maintain a relationship with this executive person <laughs> yeah. who has everything going on. <laughs> so yeah, but um, I would I would give it uh four bucks. I give it four bucks. I mean, it was nice to see. I don't think he used the vets as much as he he, he could. Miss Webb is nice to see her do some more stuff, so this will also boosts her up. Um, instead of being the side character, she's being the main character. So I know like uh, people made a big thing about Crystal Fox finally having a starring role after you know a whole bunch of years in show business. So I mean, it it's really good. Fashad, I kind of felt like I know a lot of people are taking like empire they're taking advantage of making her mean and evil but i don't think he used her as good as you know used her mm-hmm. as much as he could so other than that it it he did he did his thing for the emotional cues and stuff like that but i'm probably one of his audience members that i am starting to mature now and i would like to see more variety oh i'm i'm gonna go give it a Three, uh, three seventy five. I say four. Okay, I said four. Um, I mean, I love Crystal Fox. I felt like she was awesome in the role. Um, she did like she was one of the few people who I felt did like have a good acting job. Just good acting and whatnot. Oh, um, um, Makai Brooks. I, I feel like he did pretty good too. Um, with his uh, being being an asshole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and it was still about being smooth, smooth, smooth cat, but uh, uh, 
uh, this movie was not it for me. You know? Actually, he is the same way. He kind of like in nobody's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but this movie wasn't doing anything for me. Uh, I mean, I had, I honestly had never really been a been a big Tyler Perry fan because mm-hmm. I, I always felt like a lot of his movies was still was this filled stereotypes, uh, and uh, I, I hate stereotypes, I hate cliches. Yeah, I I never been a big Tyler Perry fan myself. Cause I just feel like a lot of this stuff is still is filled with stereotypes and cliches, and uh, it's it gets repetitive and whatnot. But you know, outside of that, I just feel like I I, I would love to see him branch out and do other other stuff, um, and kind of get away from the stereotypes, you know, like. You see the they have the damage, um, the damage abusive black woman, the whole uh, handsome, uh, 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 super supermodel type, you know, black yeah, guy. Where the fat guys at with the mm-hmm. love. <laughs> They're giving the big girls love. Big mm-hmm. boys need love too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's just like this movie doesn't like this movie actually feels like a Tyler Perry movie. And I say that as as a bad thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, if 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 you if you were watching this movie and you didn't know who, like um like the, the, the like you don't see the directors or who directed who rated, <laughs> yeah, you would know that this was a Todd Perry movie, you know. Uh, and I, I just I just wish this he 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 really needs to um, branch out and have at least somebody to bounce bounce ideas off of, at least. And that's the only thing that's throwing me off, because he makes more for his stuff with Oprah Winfrey Network, and then BET Plus, and then it's like, he has this big studio, like... Oh yeah, I mean, I I, I applaud everything that he has done, you know? Yeah, I mean, you gotta do, because it's it's the same thing, like, we're gonna say with rappers. Like, I know a lot of people is upset with Jay-Z because he started changing his rap style, but he's no longer living that lifestyle. He's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's no longer on the corners, you know, in the projects. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at, one, at some point, the loyal listeners is going to be like, okay, well, it it's cool to have a couple of songs, and, and I'm not knocking, and, I, and I, I'm sure you agree with it. It's mm-hmm. okay to have that stuff, but... It's now time to branch out, branch out and grow. And, and, yeah, grow or start. Start. This is one of the things I have with the black community movies. We don't need the beat up black woman no more. The beat up single black mother, the angry black woman. You know, the 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 nineteen fifties movies. See, I I don't mind that. It's just that this is how it's told in. But they all been the, told recently, and I agree with you. The same way, you know, we're, we're, we're continue seeing the, uh, we just continue seeing the other new stuff. And then it's like, when we do get the, the characters that are showing, like, like something like Creed, mm-hmm. you know, it's being done by other, you know, nationalities where mm-hmm. they, sh- Creed was, um, shown by, um, I want say Anton um, Forte, I think it was. Okay. Well, yeah. was it? Well, getting to the point, (laughs) the thing is more like, like how the community loved that movie, how, you know, it was a positive movie, you know, and 
and show the struggles that he had to deal with and stuff like that. You know, it worked. You know, mm-hmm. just just more movies like that. You know that they can probably bring into it. But it, you know, I do feel you. You know, like I mean, I don't have a problem with those type of movies. It's just I just wish they will. Actually, no, I was wrong. It was directed by Steve Stephen Capel, mm-hmm. you know, but he is black still, or mixed. So, you no, know, he's not a white guy. But yeah, uh, this all all depends on how it's how it's done, how it's told, you know. But um, that's that's not you know here and there. But that will wrap it up for today's podcast, today's review. So as you as you know, three seventy five for me, four dollars for him. So we just got mine. I'll say four dollars. Uh, <laughs> it's you know I know a lot of people had different opinions about this movie, but this is how we felt. Uh, but if does if y'all want to debate it, you know, let us know. We can have your own have your uh, whether it's by comments, but oh, you want come on, come on the show. We say that man, Tyler Perry got it. Tyler Perry got it. It's like Beyonce with her beehive. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, they, it's a good thing we ain't too popular. Shoot, they probably be trying to ban it. <laughs> <laughs> but, is no longer available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, like um, I think we um be would love to have you know some people on and you know we can discuss you know different opinions on different movies. Um, but make sure you give this video a like, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and also, once again, go over to Dream Cloud Films and subscribe to that channel, because, as always, we just, that's where we put our short films and other film projects, whatnot, and our personal links will be in the description below. Give us a follow, give, send us a message, and if there's also a movie that you want us to reveal, let us know, uh, or even a topic, you know, just let us know, hit us up, and we'll be waiting for your comment. But until then, I'm James. I'm Theo. Have a good week. Have a good day.